Here we are again, Kingdom Speak. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. You've had a wonderful week at work, and now it's time to settle in with a cup of coffee and listen to Kingdom Speak. We're going to talk to you about maybe something uh, you're familiar with, accusations. Have you heard? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Spring is in the air. My sinuses are telling me. I apologize. Spring's I got the foghorn going on today. That's you know. nice to have someone mm-hmm. else apologizing mm-hmm. for how they sound. That's mm-hmm. usually me. Yeah. So there it is. Hey, before uh, we move on to far apology here, accepted. Um, mm-hmm. What's going on? How many of you guys enjoyed that new bumper music? Oh man! I didn't say we had it. I said it, we're working Bill on it. Bill pulled through again. I don't okay. think Bill's listening because he didn't say anything. Mm. <laughs> Bill, mm. Bill, we're calling you out once more. Mm. However, I'm sure everyone was listening to Pastor Gary Robinson. Woo. That was some was good that stuff. that on fire or that what? That was some good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we have, we have committed to him to sending all hate mail his direction. Yes. So thank you for the negative comments. Yep. And we did not actually open them. We just forwarded them on to him. And he will have his time of reflection when he can sit and go yes. through those and yes. apply those to his life. Yeah. And, his and we ministry. don't want to play the middleman. So, you, no, no, you know, just no. go ahead and text him. Yeah, look him up, Google him. Yep, you'll you'll figure it out. Just yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, speaking of listening, our audience does listen, and we know you're here. We know you're out there. Yes, you are heard. And yes. This, Did you say you're hurt? You or are you're heard. heard. They are hurt at times as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe today is one of those days. Yeah. Um, this review says, Big Buck, Bishop Lambeth. Ooh. What an episode with Bishop, the Big Buck Lambeth. Mm-hmm. There was still lots of meat left on them bones. Please, please do a part two. This has blessed me tremendously. Blessings from E. Dot S-E-Q via Apple Podcast U-S-A. Eska. 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 E dot Eska. Thank you, and we will say amen to you and your wonderful review. Can I get a amen? Can I get a hallelujah? He was good, and uh, he actually emailed me this week about his book being translated to English. I'm talking about the big buck. Oh. Oh, so you think they're talking about Pastor John John Lambeth? I do. Uh, no, I think they're talking about oh. Pastor John John. Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. And okay. he was sharing with me the cover for his new book, so I replied, and he and replied. And this is the one that he was talking about? Yeah. With principles. Yeah, rules versus principles. So there's yeah. a cool cover of a guy holding a big rock. Um, and I said, yeah, when are we booking you for part two? Like, good. Jab, 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 yes. jab, jab, jab. Yes. So... We're working on it. Did he say that the book is going to be available? Any, yeah. Any timelines, anything? Yeah. Because like so we do have people that were requesting that. He's saying March. Oh. He thinks the book will be ready. In English. Yes. Nice. He's going to mail us nice. a copy. And he says, by the time you get it in the mail, It'll I will be have... March next year. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he will have figured out how to put it available online. Okay. Slash Amazon slash wherever. So he's actually nice. working on it. Nice. So nice. I remember another guest <clears throat> a few months ago. Uh, what was his last name? It wasn't month. It wasn't year. Oh, yeah. Weeks. Uh, yeah. And he said... He was working. Yeah. Listen, I know what it's like to do that. You give him some slack. <laughs> it's been weeks. It's yeah. been weeks since yes. we heard from Reverend Weeks. And it may be weeks more, but we haven't forgotten. Yes. And we are looking forward to that content. Yeah. Man, we're going back in the archives today. Well, we're going to go back at least two weeks. <laughs> Way well, back. Uh, weeks. Way back. It seems to be the code word here. Yeah, I think I can remember that. Two weeks ago. <sighs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so in between Bishop Lambeth and mm -hmm. Pastor Robinson, mm -hmm. we done an episode where we talked about integrity versus reputation. Yeah. And, and the quest for the number one position. And is, is it possible... Yeah, we talked uh, about a lot of stuff that, in that episode. Yeah, <laughs> that you can be a number one man in a number two position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Part talked of about that, Joseph. Yes. Yeah. Friends yes. around Joseph. Exactly. So part of that was the whole uh, discussion of Joseph fielding accusations, mm -hmm. but maintaining his integrity. Mm -hmm. And so even though he went through a season where his reputation was marred, he got his reputation back because he maintained his integrity. That really seemed to resonate with our with our listeners. Yeah. And and we, we got a lot of uh, feedback and discussion uh, on that mm -hmm. on that topic. So we want to talk about it a bit more. Mm-hmm. And focus in really a bit more on the role that accusations play. Mm -hmm. um, and so to set it up, I'd like for you to read for us um, in Acts, the 26th chapter. Yeah. Acts 26, verse 1 says, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself. I think myself happy. King Agrippa. We're, we're going to come back to that. Mm -hmm. Because I shall answer for myself this day before touching, before thee touching all things whereof I am accused of the Jews. So I want to touch on all of the things that they are accusing me yep. of. Especially because I know thee to be expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore I beseech thee to hear me patiently. In other words, give me my time to address systematically the accusations that are being leveled against mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So you said uh, in the lead in lead up into today's episode that yeah, you know, mm -hmm. have you heard? <laughs> well, those are three words that can strike a range oh. of emotions. Oh man, in the heart. <laughs> And it's all based probably on how it's presented, the tone. Have you heard? Did you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I uh, I mean, being a pastor, you would never be accused of anything. 
So we probably were the ones that are yeah, dealing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, the, you're the only ones that would, could, could relate with what we're talking about here. As a pastor, I think, I think it was Brother Robinson that said last weekend, preaching for us, don't do that to your pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's can, right. Can, can I talk to you? Oh, yeah. boys. At least tell him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we are audible creatures. We are wired. Mm-hmm. To be inspired audibly. We were created by that audible connection. We're driven by point. hearing the word of God. And so there is um, Romans lets us know in uh, chapter 10. And I guess you can start really at verse 13. All right. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, yes. shall be saved. Yes. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Yes. And how shall they believe in whom, in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So I, I, want to, I want to stop you there just for a moment to let to, to highlight the, this reality. Notice, notice how much everything in here is audible driven. Yes. If you yes. call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be. You shall be saved. If they call on him and whom they have not believed, mm-hmm. how shall they believe? If you haven't heard it. If you haven't heard. Mm-hmm. So the con- the connection between calling and hearing. How shall they hear without, without a preacher? Yeah, the preacher's role is audible. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So the sensation is to go visual. Well. But there is an audible connect. You mm. need to mm. be able to be motivated by what you hear, even when it stands in contradiction with what you see. That is... That's, that's a very good principle. Mm-hmm. Isaac is, is, is tricked by this. You feel yeah. you feel like Esau, but mm. you sound like Jacob. Always rely on what you're hearing. If, mm. if it ever comes in conflict with any other sense that you are experiencing, rely on what you're hearing. It was Elijah on the top of Mount Carmel sending out, I think it was Mount Carmel, he's on a mount, sending out the messenger coming back, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Right, right. I don't see anything. But I hear an abundance. So finally he did see, and we've heard some incredible preaching on this in the last few weeks, by yep. Pastor Townley, and Pastor Robinson tapped into it again. The size of the cloud did not intimate that it was going to be an abundant storm. But the prophet was motivated by what? He heard. He heard. He heard yes. the sound of abundance. So when there's conflict conflict between what you see going on around you, mm-hmm. you need to be driven by what you have heard. If God has spoken to you 
and given you directive. Hmm. Stay with what you've heard, even if it contradicts what you see. Okay? Now, verse 17 drives this point home of Romans chapter 10. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing Mm. by the word of God. So we already mentioned this. This is a very common scripture. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Everything in the world that we see was is, is the result of a command, a spoken yeah, it was command. Spoken. The exactly. worlds are framed by the word of God. Adam and Eve walked in the cool of the garden with the voice yes. of the Lord. So faith the, the the rails upon which faith runs is word. It's word-based. It's audible-based. Now, the reality of it is, is that faith is not the only element that is that is is driven mm-hmm. or carried by audible communication. That's right. Audible communication is powerful enough that it doesn't. Faith is not the only element that has exclusive rights to audible communication. Right. You can inspire fear the same way. You can inspire anxiety the same way that you inspire faith. Audibly. Audibly. Mm -hmm. Have you heard? Okay? So... In the same way that faith comes to you by hearing, mm-hmm. so doesn't fear come to you mm. by hearing. And we've already referenced Elijah, and I want you to go uh, now with me to 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse number 1. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, mm. and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about uh, this time. Okay. Now, she sent a message. This, this is so critical because uh, the enemy knows that faith comes by hearing. So if a message can inspire faith, he'll use a message to inspire his intended end as well. He uses the same method. He does. Right. Yep. That is why the devil is identified as, he's not a roaring lion, but he is likened to a roaring lion that goes around communicating audibly to you death, destruction, doom, despair, discouragement. Yeah. Okay, he wants to offset, and that is why, as a child of God, and we could hunker down here for a good bit of time, as a child of God, it is fundamental that you control who you listen to. Yeah. What voices that you allow to have access. Absolutely. Yep. To your spiritual man. You want to put voices in your life that speak faith to you, and you want to silence the voices that spawn fear, Hmm. threatenings, okay? And so Elijah 
has just come from arguably one of the highest points in his ministry. I mean, the Mount Carmel experience of, here we go again, calling fire down from heaven. It's, it's a pinnacle of scripture. Yes. It's one of the highlights of the Bible. If you were going to draw out, you know, right. a cartoon strip of right. the Bible, that's right. incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elijah knew the importance and the power of the prophetic. He had prophesied that it wasn't going to rain, and it quit raining. More spoken word. Right? <laughs> yeah. He'd been fed by ravens. He'd sat by a brook till it dried up as a result of his prophetic utterance, I might add. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. interestingly enough, the prophet was not spared from the effects of his prophecy. His prophecy was that there was going to be hmm. no rain, and he even had to bear up under the impact of that. But then God began to fly in provision to him. He's fed by the widows, uh, the widow, and the meal on the bottom of the barrel. He confronts the prophets of Baal. This is not your average little ministry here. No. This is, this is quite a guy. Okay? He slew 450 prophets of Baal. He then prophesied that it would rain, and it did. And it did. And so Ahab does not like this guy. No. And Ahab goes to Jezebel. And Jezebel, upon hearing that 450 of her prophets have been slain, by Elijah, she goes, well, if this audible thing works and if messages work and if the prophetic works, then I've got a message for him. Mm-hmm. And the message that I'm going to send to him is that let the gods do to me. Now, mm-hmm. this, this is being said after Elijah has just proven in front of all of Israel atop the mountain that there are no other gods. Yeah, he wiped them out. <laughs> right? <laughs> you stand there and cut yourself and say, if God does this and my God that. He said, no, there's only one, one God. This is it. Choose you this day. And you know what threw them into a frenzy is when there was no response. No response. They tried everything. Oh, and he stoked them. And <laughs> maybe he's on vacation. Yeah. Maybe he's asleep. <laughs> right? No response. Mm-hmm. But I want you to notice what happens when Elijah, as he is coping with post-victory uh, status, he's in a vulnerable, you know, what you do after a victory is important. He's in a very vulnerable condition. And, and, and Jezebel knows the power of the spoken word. Mm-hmm. And she sends a message to him and said, let the gods do to me. And more also, if by, by tomorrow this time, if I don't do the same thing to you that you did to the 450 prophets of Baal, let it be done unto me. Let it be done unto me. Okay? I'm, 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 I'm baffled mm-hmm. by how this impacts a man of faith like Elijah. All right. Mm -hmm. Elijah, Elijah succumbs to the very power that he operated in, the prophetic. I'm not saying that Jezebel 
is a prophet in the ranks of the kingdom of God, but she is a teacher and she knows. In fact, when you get to the book of Revelations, that is what he says. I have somewhat against the church in, I think it's Thyatira, that he said, you've, you've, you've done great works. I know your charity. I know all of this that you've done, but what I have against you is that you've tolerated that woman, Jezebel, to teach. She knows the power of the spoken word. And so when she opens her mouth, you have to squelch it. You have to shut her up yeah, because she knows that she can instill fear the same way that you can instill faith. Hmm. She can instill confusion the same way that a word from God brings clarity. And so she threatens Elijah with, tomorrow this time this is going to happen to you. I mean, the blood's hardly dried on Elijah's sword from single-handedly killing 450 prophets of Baal and a threat from the queen sends him spiraling into the, the pits of despondency. What does that say? I mean, to me it says you're never too big to get beyond the impact of of a voice. Uh, of a threat, of an accusation. Mm -hmm. If you listen to it. It's 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 you can you can be anointed enough and powerful enough mm -hmm. to prophesy that it won't rain, mm -hmm. to call fire from heaven, to to rot single-handedly victories for mm -hmm. the kingdom of God and establish clarity in the eyes of the people. Mm -hmm. And you are still susceptible. Mm -hmm. You cannot get anointed enough to be beyond the need of protecting what you listen to and what voices speak into mm. your life. Mm. Now, read, read what else he said in verse 3, 1 Kings 19 and 3. So, so she says, tomorrow about this time. Yeah. And when he saw that... Ah. He but, 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 but did you see this now? She sent an audible message. Mm -hmm. He saw it happening. Hmm. When you begin to envision and image that what the threat that's being leveled against you coming to pass, he saw it. He didn't just hear it. Mm -hmm. He saw it. Hmm. He crossed the bridge. Now that happens to you. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure numerous people in our audience listening to me right now have been sitting in a church service, and faith has been preached into you until you see mm -hmm. that thing becoming a reality. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you grab it. Yeah. You embrace it. Yeah. You 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 literally become one with it in that ascended, elevated position of faith. Mm -hmm. We're seeing this on the other side of it. Elijah hears the threat, and instead of controlling what he heard, compartmentalizing Shut, it, shutting, off the shutting it yeah. down, bringing mm -hmm. it into captivity, discarding it and going, no, <laughs> look what God has done. Yep. There are no gods that will come to Jezebel's rescue. Right. I, I have single-handedly destroyed every one of the prophets of this Baal that she worships. But instead of, of, of 
pulling it down, bringing it into captivity, taking control of the situation, and continuing to walk in faith. He allowed it to germinate in his mind until he saw it becoming a reality. So Elijah, this is just the reality. Okay, now It's easy to talk about the reality when it's not you. The reality is, is we know that Elijah did not have to run from that threat. That's right. That is an idle threat. That's right. Elijah should have known that. You're saying she wasn't going to actually come after him. She couldn't. Yeah. Do you you actually think she was going to? He had had a track record of doing things. Yeah. Like, she didn't like him, but what's she going to do about it? It's, it, it was idle threats, mm-hmm. and she, mm-hmm. she, she is motivated. The spirit of Jezebel is motivated to get the men and women of God off track and to get them aimlessly and senselessly mm-hmm. outrunning that which will never come to fruition. Huh. Well, and he has... I was just rereading the verse, verse 2. So Jezebel sent the messenger unto him. You almost wonder what would have happened if he sees this messenger coming and he says, hey, I got a message. Send one back to her. Yeah. You know what? Give her my address. Slam the door, right? Give her my address. Tell her I don't want to hear what she's talking about. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now now listen. Right. This is not not, uh, just theory with me. I've lived this. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody that does anything for God, so I'm not, I'm not here to try to, uh, in some hypothetical way, say that I've gone through things that nobody else has gone through. Everybody has their own story, but you don't have the mic right now. So <laughs> I know what it's like to be on the phone with someone threatening you uh-huh. and them telling you, I'm going to keep, if you don't do X, Y, Z, I will continue. To threaten and post and 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 fabricate stuff until something sticks, I will bring you down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to know, sitting there on the end of that phone, that you are not guilty of one thing that they have said about you, mm-hmm. it is complete and total mischaracterizations or utter and complete and total fabrications. Mm-hmm. The tendency is to run away from it. Yep. Hide. Or 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 to try to justify yourself against it. Mm-hmm. And to just become consumed from it. Mm. With it. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you that threats and accusations do not need to make the child of God run. Mm. Jesus was accused oh man yeah so if Mm. if jesus if jesus's response to accusations and threats would have been well i'm going back to dad's house i'm going (laughs) going back to heaven i'm i'm out of here we'd have had no calvary that's even a part of calvary we don't probably focus on enough right the accusations what baseless because of the silence of scripture we have no idea what they said to him. In addition to the things that we... Okay, the, the few things that we do know mm. were egregious enough. He being 
Mm-hmm. He being a mm-hmm. man maketh himself God. Yeah. You, you know. The stuff he endured. Yeah. And it was from the religious sect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's, it's, it's noteworthy that in the in the pinnacle, to use your word, mm-hmm. of this moment, mm-hmm. that the spirit of Jezebel strikes to try to derail mm-hmm. what God is doing through his man. Yeah. People are still receiving the news at this point about what happened on the mount. Elijah was probably more popular at that moment than he had ever been. You know it. It was raining because he prophesied that it would rain. All of a sudden, brooks were starting to flow again. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, gardens were starting to produce again. Why? Because that prophet prophesied. He could have went anywhere and got help from from being protected from her. Mm -hmm. But he heard it. And he saw it. It is our responsibility to compartmentalize what we hear, protect that from becoming something that we visualize happening. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to destroy this church. Wow. Listen to that. Mm -hmm. Mm. Don't go to the step of where you're playing it out in your mind. Oh. Right? They're going to do it. Don't it's going to happen. yourself to that point, yeah. It's going to happen. Uh-huh. Hmm. You may go through a season of testing, Elijah, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen like she says it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. God is on your side. He did not have to run. Now, I, I want to I compare and contrast this um, with Paul. And so the, the, the spirit of Jezebel is one that will, as the roaring lion, mm-hmm. as the roaring lion, it will communicate to you audibly. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you, you need to shut off those voices. Ignore the calls. Delete the numbers. Quit texting back. Mm-hmm. If there are voices telling you that your marriage is going to end in demise and that your ministry is going to end in demise, and I've sat across the table from pastors with tears streaming down their face, because somebody else is starting a church a mile down the road, threatening to shut them down. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, maintain your integrity. Yeah. Shut off all that garbage. Quit listening to those voices and have revival. Keep calling fire down from heaven. Keep bringing clarity to the people of God. Keep preaching and, and, dis, and, 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 and depositing faith in your congregation. Your business is going to be okay. Your marriage. And and this is not just some power of positive thinking. If you are in the will of God, there Mm -hmm. may be seasons, Joseph, that you go to a prison. But hold on to your integrity. God will not leave you there. He will restore you. And so Paul goes through this very same thing. And in Acts, as context to the text that we read at the beginning, Right. We have Paul going through one such season, and he has this conversation with Festus. Mm-hmm. He is incarcerated. That's a good name, Festus. I don't see that one in any uh, 
New baby announcement. That's one of the popular names of 2023. Festus. No, Festus. My, my little Festus. Yeah. Just welcome Festus into the family. Yeah. You look just like It's your dad. second to Agrippa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that one slip past you. <laughs> Sorry, we digress. Okay. Festus came to the province in Acts 25. Acts 25, one. Uh, after he three ascended. days, he ascended from Caesarea yep. to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul and besought him and desired favor against him. That he and would... desired favor against him. There it is, yes. Okay. That he would send for him to Jerusalem, laying wait in the way to kill him. So in other words, they wanted Festus to send Paul on a trip to Jerusalem. They would ambush and kill him. Yeah. Okay. That That is... No secret plot. This is recorded. Okay? But Festus said, mm -hmm. Paul needs to stay here. Yep. Okay? And that he himself would depart shortly thither. Mm -hmm. Let them therefore, said he, which among you are able to go down with me and accuse this man? So if you have something against this man, instead of us bringing him here, let's go there and you can level your accusations against him there. If there be any And we'll see if there's any wickedness in him. Sure. Okay? And when he had tarried among them more than ten days, he went down unto Caesarea, and the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, commanded Paul to be brought. Mm. And when he was come, the Jews, which came down from Jerusalem, stood round about him and laid many and grievous complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. They could not prove. Now, uh, uh, I was, I was thinking about this last night in preparation for, for today. Uh, I don't know if you're following the story of uh, Project Veritas. Um, Have you? Are you I, following I know that? who they are, but I haven't followed what's happening okay, right what, now. What, do, you, do you remember the guys? O'Keefe. Uh, ja James. James O'Keefe. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. He's the founder of Project Veritas. They mm -hmm. just released, what, two weeks ago or three? Um this secret recording of a Pfizer executive okay. talking about manipulating viruses. And mm -hmm. I mean, this, this is probably the biggest break that they've had mm -hmm. over 50 some million views of that, that video at the pinnacle. That's his, that's his Mount Carmel moment. Hmm. Okay. And guess what they're doing? They're ousting him as seat as the CEO. There's internal, uh, threatenings and accusations, some of them of which, and I mean, I, I haven't, who knows, but some of them of the which are, he took, spent too much money on black Uber car rides. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy that, I mean, he is Project Veritas. Okay? This, this is what happens with Elijah. He goes from that pinnacle. Trying to get something to stick. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they're just throwing these accusations. Paul is experiencing the same thing. They get around him, and they lay many and grievous complaints against him, which they could not prove. That's right. Okay? Their accusations were not founded. They were motivated. Now, there is a major difference <laughs> between Listen an accusation that. <laughs> that is founded and an accusation, accusation that is motivated. Motivated. Mm -hmm. You know that, it, that, 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 that anybody can make an accusation. 
Anybody. Anybody. Sure. Mm -hmm. Anybody listening in this audience is one phone call away from an accusation, mm -hmm. one disgruntled employee away from an accusation, one, just one. Mm -hmm. And awesome. at that point, they don't have to be founded. We're not here talking about accusations that are legit. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about that in another day. I'm talking now about motivated accusation. The intent was to destroy Paul. The intent was to destroy Elijah. The intent was to silence anointed voices to maximize the impact on the kingdom of God, the negative impact on the kingdom of God. Now, this right here, if Paul would have been of the same makeup as Elijah, would have sent Paul running for the hills. He just said, man, get, get me to a cave. Yeah. I'm done. This is over. All of these threats, I mean, how can people even say this stuff about me? And nobody came to my defense. That was not Paul's response. Read verse 16. To whom I answered, it is not the manner of the Romans to deliver any man to die before that. Okay, let, let, me, let me just give this as context. Context. A few days pass after this with Festus, and Agrippa and Bernice come mm -hmm. to Caesarea to greet Festus. What a reunion. Festus and Agrippa and Bernice. Bernice. There's another one. Yes. Put it on your list. Yes. Bernice. Bernice. What was, what was the one that Pastor Robinson? Oh, what was that? And stop him sometime. You see him and say, hey, what was your grandmother's when, name? Yeah. When you're texting him directly. <laughs> your yeah. hate mail. Ask him for that yeah. name. Yeah. Thank you for the podcast. Now, can you let me know what your grandmother's name was? It's quite a name. It's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I use this. My, my dad used to say this, and I've borrowed it from him. These little kids will come out asking me what my name is. or mm -hmm. I'll ask them what their name is. And then say, you want to know what my name is? Billy Augerhole from Wiffletree Settlement. <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. But I don't know. Sounds good. I've heard it all my life. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, so Agrippa and Bernice and Festus are just hanging out, and this Paul guy's in prison. Yeah, Festus has overseen from the judgment seat. That's right. He's heard it all. A diverse plethora of ac unfounded accusations against Paul, okay? And now he's recounting this with Agrippa, and he says, it's not the manner of the Romans to deliver a man to die mm -hmm. before that he which is accused have the accusers face to face. Ah, you're not supposed to run away. You're supposed to run too. That's right. Face mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Don't fear them. Face, face them. You know, if you still have your integrity and they're after your reputation, stand your ground. Mm -hmm. Do not run away from a false accusation. Don't resign the church. Don't, 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 don't quit the job. Mm -hmm. It's a false accusation. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Romans say you can't, you can't, there's no way you can let a man be condemned to death without facing his accuser mm -hmm. and having a license right? to answer for himself concerning the crime laid against him. Yes. Therefore, 
when they were come hither, without any delay on the morrow, I sat on the judgment seat right. and commanded the man to be brought forth. Yes. Against whom? When the accusers stood up, they brought none accusation of such things as I supposed. So in other words, Festus says, I came to this to this, this little judgment seat escapade, mm-hmm. and I had things in my mind that that was, this will be what they're accusing yeah, me of. Yeah, this is their case, yeah. Yeah. You know, like a judge would. Yeah. And he goes, it was so petty, there was nothing to <laughs> anything that they were saying. That's right. Nothing that they said was what I supposed that it would be. Hmm. Okay. It was just baseless, aimless accusations. Verse 20. Verse 20 says, And because I doubted of such manner of questions, I asked him whether he would go to Jerusalem and there be judged of these matters. (laughs) He picked up. There's something wacky about these, this, this line of questioning. Okay, this is this is where having the right people around you is critical, mm-hmm. because um, I know what it's like to have conversations when accusations are being made about you, and whether it be someone that is a man of God that I'm talking to, spiritual advisor, or even someone that may be a legal advisor, and when they hear it, their immediate response is like, "Ow, oh, that ain't." <laughs> It just feels good to know, okay, there's somebody out there that doesn't believe. Yeah. And picks up the nefarious intent behind this accusation. Okay? And so Paul Paul is on the other end of the emotional spectrum that Elijah would be in this moment. Paul is now given in chapter 26 an opportunity to defend himself. And it is here that Paul says what he we stretched read. forth his hand and answered for himself. Acts 26, 1. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee touching all things. <sighs> Listen. Whereof I am accused of. Listen to that. I think myself happy. He is hearing yeah. accusations. Yeah. He has been falsely incarcerated, mm-hmm. unjustly incarcerated. Yep. They're lying about him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has every right to be experiencing on the emotional radar somewhere mm. something between rage and fury. And guess what he says? I ain't going to let that happen to me. I think my self happy mm. in chains mm-hmm. in bonds undergoing trials wow facing threats and accusations i think myself happy if he was elijah he'd be a bumbling nervous mess right now but paul said uh uh-uh. uh this isn't some this isn't some easy um, power of positive thinking yeah. idea. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So this can seem very shallow. I guess yep. if you're not yep. involved in a situation like that where yep. you know, if you're just an observer, oh well, he's just saying the right thing. 
but it becomes evident that you're not just saying the right thing by how you actually react to the situation. Right. You know, right. It's not just, Oh no, everything's fine. You know, when, when you go through a situation that, that, that is for an extended period of time, I've found this. It's not until you can cope and control your emotions that you really see the thing begin to turn around. Hmm. And I have asked God before. Oftentimes, God will make you fear, face some of the things you fear the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've asked God, all right, in the future, whenever I get an accusation like such, I don't want it to give me that 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 knot in the pit of my stomach mm-hmm. like it used to. Yeah. I right. want to have more faith than that. I, I don't want to be running for the hills every time someone is leveling some baseless threat. That's right. Yeah. When you've talked to someone who says, I am going to bring this church down, there'll be nothing but a rock here with a little plaque saying where it, you, I'm not making that stuff up. I've been on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. You have got to look that in the eye and go, I'm not going to wait until this is over to be happy. Another word, another definition of that word happy there is fortunate. I consider myself fortunate oh, to be here standing before you, Agrippa. What perspective? I'm fortunate. Mm-hmm. I believe Paul knew God's not going to leave me in this mess. He had the understanding that these are attacks against my reputation, but I am who I am. I am anointed. Mm-hmm. I am God's man. Mm-hmm. I'm not in sin. This is not the judgment of God. And I think myself happy. Hmm. There's numerous scriptures, and let's just give a few in conclusion here. Um, but First Peter chapter three mm-hmm. says, "Finally, be of, of of one mind, having compassion one for another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Not mm-hmm. rending evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing." Mm-hmm. knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips, that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Read verse 13 and 14. And who is he... That will harm you, if ye be followers of that which is good. But, and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. Uh, If ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. Mm -hmm. And be not afraid of their terror. Mm. Neither be troubled. Mm. Don't be afraid of their terror. And don't be troubled. Troubled. And he goes on to say, be ready to give an answer to every man that asks you of the reason of the hope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is in you with meekness and fear because they're going to be baffled that you could have hope in a situation like this because you're being persecuted for righteousness' sake and every other person would be terrified right now. Yes, it's not the expected response. Right. How you're acting is not how they're saying you should act in this situation. Read verse 16. Having Having a good good conscience, conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, 
they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better. Yeah, if the will of God be so, that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. And you can be happy in the middle of that. That's right. Have a good conscience. That is like uh, accusation management curriculum right there, those verses. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. The happiness that we're talking about is not rooted in some pseudo-pop psychology. It is rooted in righteousness. Right. Just keep being righteous. Right. Just keep maintaining your integrity. First mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Peter 4 and 12 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, mm. as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. Happy. Happy, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory Ooh. and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Yeah. Um, uh, we're needing to wrap this up. I don't know what our time is. I know you guys text me, and I just ignored it. Yeah, we're we're good. We got another five minutes. Let me just let me just. We'll get the that. musicians to come up. Okay. And you can you, you can okay. close out. This is soft close one. <laughs> <laughs> James says, mm-hmm. "Be ye also patient." James 5. Establish your hearts. Go ahead. For the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another. Brethren, lest ye be condemned, behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy, which endure. (laughs) Are you seeing this? Mm -hmm. It's a repeated... Reference. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy. Not some fake pasted on plastic smile. Because you're going through trials. But you can go through trials and not be possessed by fear and anxiety and terror. It's it's the three Hebrew children going through the fire but not mm-hmm. smelling like smoke. Mm-hmm. Ye have heard yeah. of the patience of Job. Yeah. And have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. So James references someone else in the Bible. (laughs) Yes, he does. Yeah. Job wasn't part of the staff meeting where God threw this on the table and said, Satan, try him. He didn't see it coming. No. All right? It was a trial, the trial of his life. But this is what I want you to notice. You are afraid of threats. We tend to be afraid of threats. Elijah, it's a threat. It's a threat. But hear me, the devil never threats. He never just threatens. Mm-hmm. The devil never threatens. Mm-hmm. He always delivers. That's right. There is no power. degree of power that the devil has that he hasn't used. If he could take you out, you'd be gone by now. If he had the yeah, that's, that's, he didn't yeah, threaten that's, Job. He did it. Right. He didn't send all this that's mail right. to Job saying, "I'm going to get your kids. I'm going to get your business." I'm gonna, he just did it. 
Mm-hmm. He did it. He operated in the full capacity of what God had authorized him to operate in. Yeah. So if you're getting threats, then don't worry about the threats <laughs> because that's idle. He doesn't operate in threats. He operates in action. Exactly. So good. And if he would be authorized to do it, he wouldn't be threatening you that he was going to do it. He would just do it. Right. He does not have self-control. No, he doesn't. Yeah, there's no if-then statements. With no, that. no. Well, let's just hold off on that and do it next Thursday. No. <laughs> he doesn't have the authority. No. Mm-hmm. If God wouldn't have drew a line around Job's life, he'd have taken his life. Of course. And he doesn't say to Job, you know, I talked to God and... This is all he allowed me to do, so I'm going to do it to you. No. No, right? It's, no. He flexes however he can. Right. <laughs> right. <sighs> can we handle one more scripture? We got one more. Revelations yeah, chapter 12. 12 and 10 says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before mm. our God day and night. The voice in heaven always trumps, and it needs to in our individual lives, the voice of the accuser. Yes. Voice always. against voice. Yes. <laughs> now notice he said, and I heard a loud mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. in heaven saying that the voice of the accuser has been cast down. The voice of the Redeemer is always louder than the voice of the accuser. Always. And so I don't care what it is that you're going through in your life today. You need to tune out any other voice besides the voice of the Redeemer. You need to tune out any other voice that has got your ear and is stirring up fear, anxiety, doubt, despair, despondency, and think yourself happy. It's not just being superficial. Yeah, it's not it's weird. Not being fake. No. How are you doing? Ah, terrific. <laughs> no. No, you're in jail, and you're in chains, yep. but you still consider yourself fortunate mm-hmm. and happy because you know before it's over. Jehovah always has the final say. And his voice will always be louder than the voice of the accuser. <laughs>